Is fear stopping you from designing and decorating your home? If you feel overwhelmed updating your space and find yourself stuck and not making progress, then fear might be to blame. But the good news is you're not alone. And even better news, you can do something about it to help you get the results that you want in your home or investment property. Keep listening to find out how. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation. And I've got a question for you. Have you ever been afraid? Now, I imagine all of us can say yes to that one, right? But my next question for you, have you ever been afraid to make a change and update your home? Now, if you're listening to this episode, then I think it's a safe bet to say yes. And I call it FOD, the fear of decorating and design, F-O-D-D. And in full honesty, I can say yes to both questions. I have things I'm afraid of in life, and I've even had fears as a designer. Now, that might sound crazy because I am an interior designer, but I want to be real here on this podcast. Now, nothing is big enough to stop me, but things can make me a little nervous until I see it all together, and that's a little bit of a fear sometimes. And here is a real-life example that's going on right now. I'm currently choosing colors for my kitchen cabinetry, white for the perimeter cabinets and a wood stain for my island. And if you've ever had to pick out a white paint color, you know there are a million white paint colors and they all have slight undertones and they hit the light differently. So it can be a little bit trickier and stains, especially when you're staining a wood like alder, which is a great wood. It's more affordable than a white oak but it can pull a little funny when you're applying stain to it. It's not always the easiest to do. Now, although I'm excited to finally be at this final stage with my kitchen remodel, I get a little nervous hoping that the colors turn out like they do in my head. It's a little fear around things like that. It's not gonna stop me, but it can make you a little nervous. And having fears around things is natural. And I want you to know that you're not alone if you have any. The truth is, fear is a big driver in our lives. And all of us at one point or another will face a fear. Maybe you have a fear of public speaking or a fear of something like spiders or snakes or something deeper like a fear of judgment. That one's super common. And you know what? We've all been there. And if designing and decorating and updating your home is something that's newer to you, it can actually bring up a lot of fears. So what I want to talk about in today's episode is about common fears that we can get when designing our homes, what those fears look like in design, and also what you can do about them. So let's get started. Well, we can't conquer any fears or move past any fears unless we know what they are. So the first step is actually to determine what you're really afraid of. 
So what are we or what could we be afraid of when designing our homes? And in my experience working with one-to-one clients, students in my programs, and updating my own home, the most common fears come down to a few different things. And I'm curious which one of these fears that you connect with the most And all of these can actually hold you back. You might connect to more than one of them. You might connect to all of them. So let's talk about some of these fears that we can have. The first one is you have a fear of making a mistake or making the wrong decision. The second fear is the fear of wasting money. And this can apply to you whether this is for your own home or you're designing and decorating your real estate investment property, your rental property, like your Airbnb or your medium-term rental. Fear number three is fear of regretting your decisions later on. Maybe you want to try a new trend and you're worried that you'll get tired of it or that it will date your home and put like a timestamp on it. And the fourth fear is fear of judgment, people not liking what you did. That one might not resonate with you as much, I can say as an interior designer, that one can hit a little closer to home. And with my own remodel, I definitely faced that and had to move past that I'm designing my home for me and my family. I can't worry what other people think. But all of these fears, fear of making a mistake, fear of wasting money, fear of regretting your decisions later on, and fear of judgment, all of these fears can lead to analysis paralysis which is when we overthink ideas and then as a result, don't make any progress at all. We just completely stop and overwhelm. And that's just when we just can't handle it and we stop and we don't do anything. So what does fear look like in home design and decorating? How do you know if you actually have a fear? What would it look like? Well, when it comes to home design and decorating, fear can look like an empty house or empty spaces or holes in our homes. And we have them because we, again, can't make that decision. You might have one in your own home, that empty space in the corner that you've had for years, or that blank space on a wall because you haven't found the art or you don't wanna commit to it, or that unfinished bathroom or basement project. Fear can also look like a partial construction or an unfinished space because we're overwhelmed with the whole DIY and construction process. I think there's one of those shows on HGTV, I think, of people needing help with their remodels. They try to start something on their own. They get completely overwhelmed and freaked out, and they bring someone in to kind of help save their house. I kind of think of it like that. Like You had great intentions. You wanted to start. You got overwhelmed, and so boom, you just leave it, and that's when you're stuck with drywall hanging off the walls. You've got mismatched flooring and half torn up carpet. When we get into that place, we've definitely become overwhelmed and have a fear that we're going to make these mistakes. So we stop, right? Our safety net is just to stop and not throw any more money at something that we're likely making a mistake with or we're unsure about. Fear can also look like a home that's filled with dated furnishings because you can't make a decision about what to do, so you just leave it as it was. And no, waiting for 20 years for that style to come back isn't the best option here, in my opinion, my friends. You might want to do that with your flare pants or whatever else, low rise, high rise with your jeans. That's easy to keep a pair of jeans in your closet for 20 years, but living in a home that doesn't make us feel good actually affects our emotional state, how we feel, our productivity. 
So we don't want to do that with our homes. We want to keep them updated. Moving on, fear can also look like buying cheaper or less expensive version of things. Not because you can't afford them. There is no shame in buying within our means or making decisions within our budget. I'm talking about buying less expensive versions because you're scared to commit to the higher quality, more expensive option that you really want. And maybe you're worried that you won't like it later and change your mind or other people will think it's ugly, so you can't commit to it. So here are those reasons again. Fear can look like having an empty house or empty spaces in our home because we can't make decisions. It can look like partial construction or unfinished spaces, again, because we're overwhelmed with the process. Fear can look like a home filled with dated furnishings or furnishings you don't love anymore because you can't make the decision on what to do next. And fear can also look like you're using less expensive versions of what you really want because you're scared to commit to the higher quality, more expensive piece. So I'm wondering which one of those did you connect with the most and was there more than one? And if so, just know that you're not alone. And this is actually a huge reason that clients and students come to work with me one-to-one or in any of my design trainings. Now, let's move on to what do we do about these fears when we have them? Well, first, this one might sound a little tough to swallow, but it's actually true, is you have to accept that you will make a mistake or that things might not turn out 100%. I know, right? It sounds crazy, but it's the truth. And the sooner you accept it, the sooner you can get your butt in gear and transform your home or your investment property. Mistakes are a part of the learning process. And in fact, we often learn more from our mistakes than we do from our successes. And as a recovering perfectionist, that was a big one for me, especially with my own home remodel. I would spend months looking at certain things, debating every minor decision. But you know what? In the end, when it's all together, it will look amazing. And it already does. I've said to clients before, when we're getting a little too fixated on details, that sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. I always say through the trees, but I know the quote is actually for the trees. But the gist is, You're focused on each tree and not collectively how everything looks as a whole forest. And we do that so often in our own designs. We fixate on every small detail and put equal weight to every decision. When the truth is, some decisions are bigger than others. Like getting your flooring right. That's a pretty big decision. It's difficult to change. It's seen throughout the home. It's an expensive thing to update but maybe picking out an exact lamp or a vase, every detail doesn't need equal weight that's going to cause you to stress out and delay your whole design. So we don't want to fixate on all those tiny details, even though, yes, as a designer, the details make a difference, but every detail doesn't have to take all that energy out of you. If you were to talk to any designer or any HGTV show host and see some of their work, they will know some of the things that maybe they don't like or some of the mistakes. But us as a viewer, we don't see that. And what we see is this beautiful end result. And you could have that same result too, but you have to take that first step. You have to start moving forward. One thing I have learned actually one of many things I have learned from my business coaches in the past few years, 
is that imperfect action is better than no action. And that action provides clarity. So unless you take that first step, you might not know what to do moving forward because you're just stuck in that planning phase. So we need to take some action. Another thing you can do after you've decided to accept that you'll make some mistakes and take action is to start small. Maybe don't dive into a big kitchen or bathroom remodel on your first go. Both of those have so many decisions to start with. So start with something smaller. Maybe like a blank wall you've been wanting to add art to for years or a guest room. Those aren't highly visible spaces and you can have a little fun with those. And something like an entryway. Those are smaller spaces. Again, they're safer. The stakes don't feel as high. And if you make a mistake, it's not that big of a deal to change it later on. Another thing you can do to help resolve some of your fears is to gather info and make a plan. Look at what you like. Look at what you don't like. What design styles do you prefer? Unlocking your own unique design style is actually the most effective way to create a room you love. So make a Pinterest board with ideas to take that first step. These are all things I do with my one-to-one design clients and students to actually help them create their dream spaces. We don't go on a road trip. I have said this before. If you've listened to the podcast, you might have heard this example. We don't go on a road trip without making a plan. We don't just hop in our car and decide to just get moving. Who knows where we'll end up? Who knows where we'll sleep? If you happen to have a family like I do and you've got kids, then you definitely want to have a plan. You want to know where you're stopping for gas or to charge the car, where you're stopping for snacks, because you know you need to have good snacks on a road trip. You need to know where you're going to sleep. I don't know about you, but if you're like me, I don't want to go get in a car, pack up the kids, the dog, everybody, and just say, "Heh, wherever we end up, we end up. I like to have a plan. It just keeps the stress down and keeps me focused and know what direction I'm going at. But when it comes to our homes, I see it time and time again. The impulse shopping, just buying something you see on Instagram or you see it in a catalog and you grab it without thinking of a whole picture about how the plan will come together. We need to do that extra step, which isn't a lot of work when you do it right, to get you the results that you want. These are all things I do with my one-to-one design clients and my students to help them create their dream spaces. And you can get those same results in your home. I truly believe to my core that everyone deserves a home they love and that everyone can learn how to design and decorate their spaces. And I know that you can reduce those design fears and get rid of any FOD, the fear of designing and decorating that you have for good. It doesn't matter what your design style is or what your budget is or whether or not you think you have any talent or style to do this. If you want certain results in your home, you can have them. It's like that Henry Ford quote. It's one of my favorites. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. So if you want these results, and you want to create this home you love and design and decorate it in the way that you want, you can learn how to do that. 
and you can get over these fears, this FOD, fear of designing and decorating, and get the results that are going to make you feel good. All right, we are now at the end of this episode. They go by so fast, right? And here's what I want you to do next. If you could relate to anything in this episode and are feeling stuck and feeling like some design and decorating fears are holding you back, then I want to invite you to join me in Room Design Essentials. This is my step-by-step program that gives you everything you need, all the step-by-step processes to help you create your own pin-worthy, well-designed, put-together home where all the spaces flow and connect. This is the first time this year I'm opening up the new updated version that helps you no matter what phase you are in, in the design process, whether you're starting from scratch with a new blank space, or you've already started and are feeling stuck having a hard time putting everything together, or you're near the end and you want to make sure you get the styling and details right, Room Design Essentials, or RDE is what I call it, will get you from point A to point B without the stress and the overwhelm. And I'd love to see you inside to work with me there. You can go at your own pace or new this year, which I am so excited about that I could literally burst is a special limited VIP option where we'll have several one-to-one sessions to really dive into your home and help you get the results that you need with my close guidance. I actually worked with a small test group of students earlier this year with the VIP option, and not only did it give them amazing results, but I loved the sessions and the personal connections. They filled me up each time. I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. So if this is of interest to you and you are ready to take the next step, then go to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist to get first access. The doors are almost open and I want you to be in there. Save your seat and I'd love it if you save a VIP seat with me so I can get to know you even more personally and talk all about your home with you. Again, that's nestorations.com forward slash waitlist. And the doors won't be open for too long, but once they're there, it's time for you to sign up. All right. Thank you so much for listening and talking about design fears with me today. And I look forward to connecting with you next week on our next episode. Have a great day.